irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Sam in the Morning with Rachel exclusively on LA Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today is Friday, July 21st. Good morning. And we love Fridays for those of you who listen to the show. Yes. And uh, very exciting weekend. You're gonna? Are you going to the Magic Show tonight? I'm going to the Magic Castle. Yes. Well, you know what? I am too. Oh, we'll yeah, see you there. there you what go. time? Right, the early show? I don't know. I don't know you're what time. I don't up? know where. I don't know anything. I just oh, know I have you're two just tickets appear. waiting. No, I'm going to do research on it beforehand. <laughs> you're going to tell me. <laughs> so uh, we have exciting guests in the studio who will join us in just a moment. In the meantime, a few people are out. Sean Spicer is out. He's Did you gone. Hear that? Yes. No, update me. He, update me. Okay. I need the updates. He resigned because Donald Trump hired another communication director. So oh he's not God. happy with that, Spicy. I guess. And he, Did yeah. he, do you think he wanted to be out? I think so. They're oh, saying man. this was the toughest job in Washington, you know, especially it's with Trump there because they constantly contradicted what he said, you know. So well, there's that, but he there. also, Spicer used to be the White House bunny. So for him, mm. that was just like a, promo, you know, that was just a dream job, yeah. you know. So I know, but... Uh, who would want that kind of job? My God. I know, would never want to be a professional like Trump's liar. Lump, yeah. Trump's pr- lumps professional liar. Right. <laughs> professional. It's all right. I yeah. can't speak this morning. Um, so, but at least. Who uh, else is out? Okay. Uh, O.J. Simpson, of course. Of course. Okay. You didn't stop uh, posting about it all day yesterday. So. I honestly, because. You they can't were get saying, much closer to the case than you. It, uh, right? right or yeah, I mean it's true, <laughs> but I will say anything to take away from the twenty-four hour Trump news cycle, and that was the only thing that could possibly do it was O.J. Simpson. That's true, right? Everybody was talking about him all over again, everywhere. So I had to make sure that my jokes were, you know, I had to like push my jokes out there and make sure I had my thoughts on it. Too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even fake news. You know, there was something about the Cleveland Browns hiring him at seventy oh, for twenty million dollars or something. I'm like, there's a picture. There's also like so many. There's a picture of OJ and Trump together from way back. And I like Mm. put up the picture. I was like 2020 presidential ticket, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because Donald Trump is 70. So people think that just at 70, you know, your life and career could be over. No, for some, it's just beginning. Yeah. So you think OJ is going to begin a career at this point? I think that, you know, I hear there's a lot of positions that need to be filled in Washington. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Health and Human Services, OJ Simpson, you know? Yeah. I I don't think he's got it in him to disappear. But uh, I think that's his best choice to disappear for a while. Yeah, we'll see. You know, yeah, because uh, he, you know what, he, I, I, I think the trouble always finds him. He's one of those exactly people. because he is those kind of people. And and right? people, the kind of people he attracts are troublemakers. Yeah, you know, so it yeah. just we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens, but. He gets himself to trouble all the time. Remember with the, all that domestic violence in Florida mm-hmm. and things like that way back when. Uh, also, so he was always in the headlines for some reason. Yeah. Because people like to see people do shit things. I, I don't know. But you know what? We're gonna, we might talk to our guests about that too because they are indeed attorneys. And uh, 
So this is going to be a very interesting yeah. thing, right? I, I feel like, you know, it's I've, I've been surrounded by attorneys my entire life. I feel there's That's something true, about right? me. I, I feel safer when I'm when I'm <laughs> surrounded by just lawyers, you know, it's just having like a legal uh, bodyguard kind of invisible. So you you've, so you feel you could get away with anything pretty much because you got, they got you back. I'm trying. Like, that's the goal. You know, it's not <laughs> to actually get away with it, but just to appear right. that I can. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's well, don't you fuck with so, me. You know, I know lawyers <laughs> personally. Yeah, I know. Well, uh, and then uh, a tragedy, I guess, Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park. Mm-hmm. Um found dead suicide yeah. suicide sad. Uh, very sad uh, apparently this di- uh, he died on his good friend uh, Chris Cornell's birthday mm-hmm. so and like there's a whole story about how much he was inspired by him and all that stuff but uh, apparently they're not really saying anything about the suicide and all that but just look at how many tortured souls are out there you know they yeah. just don't know how to deal with things right and depression is just so fucking cruel you know, so there you go. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah. So do you have any big plans for the weekend other than Magic Castle? Uh, let's see. I, you know, we like to do day trips, so we might go for a drive or a hike. Yeah. What would you go mm-hmm. like if you took a day trip? Have uh, you been to Solvang? What's that? Solvang is a... Uh, uh, Sounds not foreign. Dutch, uh, Danish uh, city, uh, city, town. In a little California? town in California, like about an hour and a half drive from here. What makes it a Danish town? Uh, everything there, the restaurants, the style of the the architecture, the way this, oh, the stores cute. are, and everything's closed on Sunday, so don't go on Sunday. There's <laughs> nothing going That's, on. Yeah, they're kind of religious that way. I um, I we do like Newport or Ventura, or we'll pick like a small town in California and drive up there, spend right. the day up there. Sounds good. Yeah, awesome. Well, uh, a lot to talk about, but we're going to bring in our guests right now because they're totally freaking distracted, and I want to just make sure they can focus a little bit. I mean, these are attorneys here. If you guys sit like that in the court. the work doesn't stop just because they're coming to do press If you come into the courthouse like that, you're going to get kicked out of there. No, no, that's what it's like. Somebody turned your mic. I don't know why I'm not hearing you. There you go. My mic. There you go. We didn't even shame on you. You didn't even check. Are we? Right. Test- are we? Are we? But live? you know why it yeah, is? You were so bu- you were so is busy with your texting or whatever you typing. I know. Well, emails, texting. <laughs> she exactly. They're making money. Yes. The money doesn't stop. That's billable true. hours. You we guys, had to bill for that right now. You billable guys, hours. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys, your time is uh, serious money, right? I mean, being an attorney and everything, and you have only limited time in your day. Um, you try not to waste your time. Is that true? Absolutely. There are not enough hours in not the day. Enough no. hours in not the enough day. hours in the day. Mm-hmm. Not enough days in the week. Wow. Go ahead and introduce your friends to us. I'm super excited because we have the lovely ladies of Manzuri Law here today, also known as at 420 Attorneys on social media. Ooh. We have Alexa Steinberg and Miss Michelle. What's your last name, Michelle? Mabugat. Mabugat. Miss uh, Michelle Mabugat. Um, Sans Maytal Manzuri. Sans Maytal, who who's an amazing and fabulous, yeah. also a fabulous lady attorney. And then we have little Jackson. Mm-hmm. Who's a Frenchie? He's a, he's a Twinkie. Yeah, he's a Twinkie. He looks like a yeah. Twinkie. He's, he's a, a puppy. Twinkie. A loaf of bread. Uh, I love and these <laughs> ladies. They're they're uh, they're just boss women of the industry. They're uh, lawyers and who focus on cannabis law. Mm. 
Yeah. Young Eagles, right? I mean, you guys are young attorneys, which is awesome. Now, uh, do you, I mean, do you guys ever find that your, um, that your age might, might get in the way of how you're treated in the industry? I would imagine. Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. And the fact you're women too, would you say? Yeah. Really? I've been, I've been, um, told to wait outside the courtroom for my attorney. (laughs) <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Um, I'm actually not that young. I just look really young. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle's like, people think I I'm like what a you say. You're young. Of law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm just a child prodigy. I graduated <laughs> when I was like 14. They're like, yeah. oh, oh, you're probably really smart. We're going to hire you. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm just a little child genius. Yeah. But I'm actually not that young. <laughs> but, but you're not that Don't old either. Yeah. Okay. Don't let her fool you. There you go. So I, I guess uh, from the list we're missing, Anchi uh, and Jessica, are those the rest of the lawyers? That's of the, the rest of the gang, yeah. Okay. yeah. Anchi's actually not a lawyer. She's, um, a, She's a policy advisor. Policy advisor, yeah. okay. She um, is very immersed in the cannabis space. She was a staffer for Assembly Member Rob Bonta and helped write the MCRSA, which is the licensing for medical cannabis in California. And then she went on to work for Lori Ajax, who is the czar of the Cannabis Bureau in Sacramento. And mm-hmm. now on she is in private consulting and we have snatched her up as part of our team. Got her. And awesome. Jessica McElfresh is uh-huh. an attorney down in San Diego who is phenomenal. Um, and works with us too. So we have a whole gang of lady gang. Yes, you do. Lady yes, you do. Lady lawyer gang. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing is, is that the amazing thing is, I know you guys have been around for a while because if you have been in the cannabis space for a few years, uh, I've seen your advertising and articles about you and so forth. Well, we're doing our job. Right? Yeah. You're doing our job, obviously, because I've heard of the name. And I always thought. Missouri could be probably uh, Persian Jews or something, but then I saw Metal and I thought Israeli. Exactly. Okay, you so bet. there you go. Argentinian is Argentinian Israeli. Oh, you'll have yes. to meet her next time. We'll have the ladies back for yes. another. Yeah, for of the, course, of course. Her. Yeah, She's yeah. Fabulous. But I'm uh, no, but it's awesome. You guys are here. I mean, that's so. We're so when, happy to be here. Yeah. When so when did Metal start this? How long ago? Uh, about. I think eight years ago, give or take. Right. Yeah. And, and again, like the cannabis industry, it, we're, it's kind of strange. It's one of the few areas of law you practice for eight, six years, and you already qualify as being a, an a expert in that mm-hmm. field. Really? Yeah. Well, the field is so young. Yeah. Yes. We're, actually, we're literally the first wave of yeah. cannabis attorneys. Yeah. 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 The, and and uh, I think she t- sort of like distinguished herself that way from the beginning. Yeah. So you've, you've picked like a niche. And you become the biggest at it. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? Yeah. Well, before, not a lot of attorneys even wanted to get involved with that. Right. It was so right. gray. It was so yeah. risky. Before, it would always be like, you know, you get a, a cannabis client who wants to help, wants you to help open a dispensary or something, and lawyers legitimately had to fear to represent them because you could get implicated like in conspiracy, right. like, you know, helping someone set up an illegal, a federally illegal business was a big no-no, but now that we've got some, you know, California bar, state ethics opinions and things like that, that kind of gave us some leeway, mm. um, a little bit of immunity, so to speak, to, to represent and advise these clients to at least how to... Legally com- go about... Legally comply with at least local and state law, then you're good. 
Right. I mean, you want to cover your ass for crying out loud, you know? It's yeah. Like, and it's been so... Uh, because I guess everything has been just so unclear, right? Uh, everything oh, has been great. uncertain. Yeah, great, great. It's Michelle's and it's favorite. Been hazy. Great That's yeah. my favorite word. It's been hazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like nobody knows which way anything goes, no. right? But that's what makes this <laughs> aspect right. of law so fun. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. So let's find out a little about you guys. Uh, Alexa, are you originally from L.A.? Yes, born and raised. Really? Yeah, so I'm what, a rarity, the, apparently. Yeah, right? That's what I'm saying, because obviously... <laughs> I know. That's, many you, people, you, that's you, why I'm asking so it that way, because not many people are born here. Born <laughs> and know, raised. That's awesome. Yeah, cool. true Cali girl. What part of uh, L.A.? Studio City. Oh, so like right here, I yeah, mean, in the valley. Down the there street. You go. Yeah. And Never how left. Did, yeah. Did you have a nice childhood? I did. Yeah, do you have siblings? I do. I have a younger brother. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she has, she says, we're rolling get into that. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's phenomenal. He lives in Israel. Oh, really? Um, and I'm I'm desperately trying to drag him back home. Back home, right? <laughs> yeah. Future rabbi. <laughs> How long has he been living there? Uh, I think he's been there for about two years at this point. Yeah, and he likes it? Oh, he loves it. Wow. He loves it. You see, it. many people go there and they love it. Are I, I would love to go there. Yeah, I would yeah. live there for six Even months, as a come tourist. back. Yeah. I would learn Hebrew fluently just so <laughs> I can learn it to come back so right. I can talk shit about people so here with true. my Israeli... F- I would make a whole new set of Israeli friends <laughs> just so I can talk shit about Americans. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't talk shit about Americans, uh, man. I mean, <laughs> so, some people do. Some people do, but not me, man. I'm so grateful to be here. I can't even tell you. Yeah. So, uh, cool. So you grew up here... Uh, did you uh, so after high school did you uh, where did you go to school I well I went to high school in the valley okay um, a private school uh-huh. went to Montclair prep and then I ended up at UC Davis in Northern California. Oh, wow. Um, Cowtown. Everybody was like, oh, do you want to be a vet? And I was like, no. <laughs> Cowtown? They have a great vet program, They though. do. <laughs> you can take stuff like tractor driving there. I'm they sure a, you can. Yeah, look, at, look at Rachel's face. <laughs> you can take those classes. Well, because um, it's agriculture there, right. I guess, right? Yeah. A lot of agriculture. A lot of horticulture, a lot of vineyards, all sorts of stuff. And then... Um, I determined that I was no small town girl. Yeah, um, but those kind of classes would have been useful for I our know. profession. Why know, maybe, right now? All the agriculture, hindsight is twenty twenty. I mean, we were the the Davis Aggies, which stood for agriculturals. <laughs> <laughs> so so intimidating when you play sports. <laughs> it is it's like you yeah. guys are the raging bulls. Oh yeah, well we're gonna we're the agriculturers. Oh, right, right. <laughs> the, that was your early we'll plant path. corn like it's our <laughs> job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this so was uh, the beginning of your path toward marijuana, I think, toward plants and Little things bit. like that. You know, Although maybe, <laughs> maybe maybe that was had some kind of influence on you. But uh, so, it, did you like when you were already there? Did you start being interested in cannabis and things like that? No, no. actually, um, cannabis was something that came to me in law school. Oh. Um, so I and where did you go to law school? I at? went to Southwestern. Uh-huh. in downtown LA because I determined I needed to be back in my city. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really touch cannabis until I was studying for the bar exam, which sounds extremely counterintuitive. It does. But I had a very <laughs> difficult time shutting my brain off and going to sleep <laughs> uh, with this studying. And and a very close friend of mine was like, trust me. And I was like, I don't do drugs, man. 
and it I became immersed yeah. in it uh, I never thought that I would be doing this type of law ever I had been in family law for six years doing divorce and custody and support and that was just draining um, and I was getting to the point where I was like, I'm never going to get married. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is so yeah, awkward. Man. I need to get out of this yeah. time, quickly. <laughs> um, and then I clerked for a judge in the downtown courthouse and did a little bit of civil litigation. And I determined that stuffy men in business suits weren't my speed either. Okay, you know, get it. A little self-exploration. Yeah. And then I, I mean, I grew up on Law and Order. Yeah. I just thought it was such a sexy show. <laughs> and I was like, that's, that's your what ringtone. I need to be doing. Right? <laughs> my ringtone ring is Law and Order. Oh my God, you're, so, you're, such, a, you're such a lawyer. I have, I have such memories of like my father sitting in the living room with dun, a dun, bourbon dun. and yeah. nuts and uh, me sitting watching Law and Order with him. Like that was prime time for How me. awesome. So, uh, so, I mean, was your family or is your family in law as well? Uh, my extended family is, but my mother's in real estate. My father's in finance, so. Okay, so I'm it's not like immediately. No. We're, we're like with Rachel, for example, where they probably want, would want her to be a lawyer too, right? Oh, my gosh. Well, they got Becca. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah, but her they, Yeah, they got Becca. Um so yeah, you've got the yeah. Gen- lawyer genetics. Yeah, lawyer exactly. Genetics. Yeah. I, I mean, I got everything else to be a lawyer minus the degree. I argue well. She you know, does. I look good in a mean suit. Ooh. Yeah, you know, that's I, a very important. I can. Speak, <laughs> I can. I have no problem speaking in front of people. Yeah, I am expensive. It's true, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, we're in trouble. I'm a. I'm basically a lawyer <laughs> without the degree. Yeah. So. That's awesome. So now you, uh, okay, so you uh, you did that. You got out of school. You went, worked for I took for the them, bar exam. Right. And, um, and how I, was that? Did you pass it the first time? No, I missed it by 10 points. Oh, my God. I know. Oh. It was brutal. They tell yeah. you how many points? If you don't, if you don't pass. Clearly, oh. Michelle passed on the first oh, round. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get to Michelle in just a second. She seems, she seems to be in God's speed there. You know? There you go. There you go. I missed it by 10 points. And then I took it again. Um, and after I took it the second time, I hoard my resume out to anybody who would read it, which meant on any medium I possibly could put it, that's where it landed. And Maytal found me on Craigslist. <laughs> ah. So there's that. There I you go. There you go. The rest is <laughs> it's, a, it's, a cra- it's a Craigslist success, success story. Yeah. Craigslist yeah. success story. Yeah. Now, so, and how long have you worked with her now? Um, It's about two and a half years. Two and a half years. Awesome. Yeah. So you've been there for a while. This is like your home now. Mm-hmm. Are you comfortable there? Uh, yeah, we're a family. I mean, Michelle can speak to it. But yeah. We have we spend this, too much time together. We spend a lot of time but together. But we miss each other when we're not right? together. Yeah, we miss each other so on the weekends. <laughs> really? We so because you work that closely together, yeah. it's family. We're yeah. a family. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. three of us are definitely a family. If I was a lawyer, that they would be the only people I would want to work for. Yeah, I I could. It's such an an intense environment, and to have, I feel like, like to be able to be a part of a law firm where you have almost a support system and that family mentality of like having each other's backs. Because I grew up with two lawyers, and no wonder they work together because you know to have a support system and someone who you can almost vent to and just you know 
connect on that level because it's so being a lawyer is hard right it's and really it's like a girls club for you as well yeah, right it is, it is oh, a, and it's a man's world yeah. Yeah. To have that is we're cool. girl bosses yeah. yeah there you go so Michelle tell us a little bit about yourself where were you born and raised Born and raised L.A. I never left. LA. I'm also a Valley girl. I went yes. to El Camino and Calabasas. Really? And hopped yeah. over to UCLA and then went uh-huh. to USC for law school. So I literally never left. Never left. Yeah. Have you ever traveled though? Outside oh, I travel here? all the time. You yeah. travel? But not Michelle's a major traveler. I get work's a little crazy right now, and I, I get bit. a little anxious being away from the office for like a week. So yeah, I miss out on way too much. Yeah, that's well. So, uh, any siblings for you? Two younger sisters, so I, I like being around all girls all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are they, are they, are, uh, what do they do? Uh, they're both creatives, uh-huh. so I got the other brain, operate on the other side of the brain, so one is, uh, is in marketing and architecture, and the other one's in like social media, digital marketing. And so, um, all geniuses, in other words. Yeah, yeah. There you well, go. you know what? I think it's I think it's unfair to say lawyers aren't creative because I think you guys are creative very creative. In, our own way. in in yeah. look at how you structure arguments. Like you have to get creative in how you almost manipulate people into finesse. You know, That's it's true. not. I don't want to like use the word, word finesse. I don't want to say manipulate, but finesse. <laughs> you guys are great storytellers. You have yes. to, you know what I mean? You have to paint pictures for people. I took a class Dr- in law school that exactly. was called the art of storytelling. Actors yeah. and, and um, lawyers and comedians, they all kind of do similar things. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think finding loopholes is creative in its own yeah. way. You know, it's yeah. really interesting when, we, when I started law school at orientation, they did a breakdown of the majors in undergrad of the entering class. And one of the largest majors that had the most incoming students was drama. Mm-hmm. Really? Which didn't yeah. occur to me at the time. No. My, mom, 100%. my mom was into yeah. drama before she went. To, she was a she was drama communication. She was always into yeah. acting because to be That's also a good trial lawyer, you have to connect with these people and mm-hmm. draw into their emotions and make them feel a certain way and take them through you yeah. know the crime and. You know, and it's 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 an art form, and not everyone can do it. Because I agree, you, you have know? to you def, you have to be creative to think outside the box. You know, to come with new and new you approaches. Feel it. You have to have the passion for it. It's yeah. not just about you the have words to be that are coming a out good of your mouth. Storyteller, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's about feeling it and having you know the because you're recreating the day of a crime, right? Basically, yeah, yeah, and yeah. taking That's them true. through what everyone wh- who is a part of that. And people know if you believe it or not. Yeah, right. You have mm-hmm. to believe it. Yeah, yeah, that's or true. Or you have to fake it really well, one of the two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so your schooling for you, did you enjoy it? I mean, so you said you went to UCLA, did you say? Yeah, UCLA and then uh-huh. USC for law school. I loved school. Wow. Yeah. I mean, look at, this, look at the school she got into. I know. You know? <laughs> I mean, she's but saying it like smart. it's like, that's mm. what I'm saying. I mean, she's saying it like it's so casually, but come on, you know. I mean, yeah. you, it's but a big I think deal. That's, I think that's when it's you find deal. something that you you know like did you always know you wanted to be a lawyer no never I actually went to UCLA um, like a pre-med Okay. Then, Were you really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I was a psychobiology major. I, wa- I wanted to be a cardiologist. Oh, my God. Look at me now. Really? Unreal. <laughs> That's so funny. But the Unreal. math classes, man, I hated math. And then They I don't was, teach math in law school. I, ironically, grace. my best class was botany. Oh, my God. I, I aced <laughs> the heck out of that class. And then my, my second best classes were uh, all reading and writing intensive. And I was like... 
I don't, I'm not ready to be an adult yet. What's the, the most logical uh, continuation of like adolescence after, you know, undergrad? And I was at law school. Let's go to law school. Oh, that's how you went Yeah, there? I was like, ah, screw it. I'll go there. See, I'm learning things about Michelle that I didn't know. <laughs> I love it. I See, neither even, of us wanted to I be attorneys. I wouldn't even tell Alexa what my nationality was for like months. I no, she made me make it. She played a damn guessing game. Maytal and I had to guess for months what nationality she was. I wouldn't tell them because... The fact that they didn't know drove them crazy. It was fun. Oh my god! So you just played with them. Yeah, yeah. She finds pleasure in our torture. Yeah. <laughs> it's bit. unbelievable. That's what keeps you coming back for more. Yeah. She's got Michelle knows. Michelle knows. She's like, I want them to miss me on the weekends. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm mysterious. Yeah. Yeah. I, she's an enigma. There you go. Michelle, so did you graduate with honors and everything? I mean, you're uh, smart. From UCLA, yeah, with the right. honors. Um, I don't law think we school. had honors in, at, in, in law school. Right, right. Know? How was that for you? Did you, you did you pass? I mean, we don't even have to ask how many times you had to take the bar. I passed it the first time. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Just rub it in. <laughs> rub it in a little bit more. No, of a I'm sorry. I don't mean to. I don't mean to. Hey, like the like I mean my second cannabis round. helped a lot. No, but that's process. our history. You know, you need to embrace yeah. it. You know what the hell? You weren't you weren't meant to go at it the first time. And besides, you also got to smoke weed at the time too. Yeah. She probably wasn't, were you? Oh yeah, all the really? time. Really? Yeah, of course. Even law school. Well, yeah. Well, cannabis has actually been a part of my life since. I very know, young. I don't know if I want to say the exact age, but very young. Right. <laughs> yeah. So very I had no idea I was going to end up you know, practicing what I am now. It was actually kind of by accident, but if you ask my friends from like high school, they're like, why am I not surprised? You know? So oh, yeah, all my not, friends you know? are like, I'm 100%. You were the last person I thought would end up. <laughs> you really look so straight oh, yeah. and innocent. Everyone was you know? like, you were the last person I, I, I ever thought. That's what I love so much about this industry is because you meet so many kinds of people who you're like, I never thought that you enjoy cannabis, you know, or, yeah. and that's, and there's a responsibility there. To kind of change the face of what people think is a stoner Absolutely. or someone a, who consumes cannabis. You have to, you have to desensitize up, people. People are coming out of the shadows now. We got soccer moms asking, yeah. how, where'd you get those little, you know, little little brownie bags? Also, pregnancy and cannabis is a huge hot topic right now. There, there, yeah. there are women who consume cannabis to help with their difficult pregnancies. But do you, do you think... So it is controversial because people controversial. don't know if it's okay. They don't know, but here's the other thing. Some doctors say you can have a glass of wine and your third, you know, like up... You can have a glass of red wine, you know, and there are women who consume cannabis. Like I was at this um, cannabis women's event and there was a woman there who had two children and she said that she consumed cannabis. I'm not sure how she... If, whether she smoked or topicals or whatever edibles uh, with one pregnancy and the other one she didn't and the one where she did consume cannabis the pregnancy obviously was less difficult but the the baby has better eyesight really huh. interesting okay. well, and there's there interesting. I think there's like studies linking you know to women consuming cannabis while pregnant mm. or whatever and but I mean would you want to take a chance at this point when the research is limited i think as to, as to the effects of marijuana on pregnant women absolutely not that's why i'm never having kids i'm just gonna yeah, I know, michelle yeah. and i have never been pregnant so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. no but i mean you we should, can't you, weigh in on this one but it, it is about uh, ethics if nothing else i don't know if if it would be a legal yeah. thing at this point well i mean marijuana research right now even without pregnant women just 
normal adults with cancer, we can barely even do research. Right, right. There right. are a lot of federal hurdles and stuff. So, right. You know. And ironically, they're, they're very advanced in Israel, right? With yes. uh, oh, yeah. With research Big for time. cannabis. Absolutely. And that's amazing because I remember when I grew up, it was anti-drug campaign completely. It's like, you know, smoking hash was like they'd show you pictures of people under the bridge uh, with broken... With a br- yes, with a... With a uh, it was the hash at the time. Yeah. Right. And uh, so, but I, I truly remember posters with like uh, a kid with a broken top of a glass bottle smoking through that, like, pe- <laughs> like it's a pipe and stuff, you know, like uh, improvised pipe. And they just made them seem like yeah. they're so low lives. But, you know, I mean, this, this might be with heroin, but you don't see that with pot. This People is half the struggle pot. now. Yeah. No, half the struggle now is is desensitizing people from that imagery, from the Rastafarian imagery, and really replacing that picture of what the industry is. With a different lifestyle. With a different lifestyle, lifestyle with different That's individuals. True. I mean, it's you more know. cosmopolitan. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Right. I, um, it's mainstream. It, I mean, tr- well, when yeah, you see the people go to the dispensaries, it's amazing. And I'm sure the people that you represent yeah, and yeah. stuff, very straight people. Well, you're well, starting to see more mainstream media and bigger brands, uh, which what I think the industry is kind of waiting for is who is the, who is the big mainstream media or like the big corporate America or what brand is it that's from the mainstream is going to come over and like team up with cannabis and make it okay for everyone else to hop on. Yeah, but even even before then, so we represented a group called the Cultivators Alliance who kind of morphed into the SoCal Coalition and they were very instrumental in bringing um, Proposition M to Los Angeles, which allowed for affirmative permitting in LA for cannabis businesses. And I remember sitting at the table with a few city council members and the council members kind of looking around and going, this is what the industry looks like. Men in suits, women that are polished. Uh, you know, it was very interesting and, and people don't know that. Right. You know? I mean, great professional packaging, yes. advertising, Oh my gosh, marketing. I sat in on one of their meetings once and it was just, it was literally like, if you didn't know they were talking about cannabis, you would think they were talking about any other, Anything. you know, finance, Absolutely. whatever it is. So it was really cool to That's see what it's about. an a new industry that I industry. love being, you know, represented in a in a positive way. Yeah. So. so this is amazing. So you guys is focused now. So let's just finish your story real quick and we'll get more into the details. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> what? Why, why are you giving, I bring it. <laughs> yeah. She's giving me the look like... <laughs> That's exactly what you're here for, so we can investigate everything about you. No, but so uh, how did you end up with me, Tom? Oh, that's a funny, cute story, I think, actually. I was fresh out of law school. At that time, in law school, I was interning for a criminal defense attorney as well as a, another marijuana uh, attorney at the time. So when fresh out of law school, I was in court. Uh, baby lawyer, we got me and Maytal actually just bumped into each other in court, and we kind of had this like girl crush thing, like, "Hey, I like your courtroom style." No, I like your courtroom style, and it was just like, "Let's switch, no- let's exchange numbers." And I love that. yeah, How and after that, that, we just started yes. uh, working with each other. Um, like, uh, you know, I was helping with some of her writing, and you know, help covering her appearance, yeah, anything I could do. I was a baby lawyer, so uh, we were kind of working with each other for about. Five years, and then I finally joined full time last year. 
Ah, yeah. How cool. We decided we couldn't go on without Michelle. And yeah, right? <laughs> Then it started so a campaign of how do we get Michelle? Yeah, I was kind of doing this like, like I want to be free. It. I want to be by myself. And yeah. then I saw what was going on. Like, that's actually pretty rad. I yeah. mean, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> I'm going to do this. I have like this real addiction and needing to feel free. But then when I was, when I, you know, sitting down with Maytal and Alexa, I'm like, I can get behind this, actually. Yeah. Like, screw it. If ironically, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it with these <laughs> girls. And ironically, the week after she started with us, an article came out about <laughs> Michelle. And the number one quote was, I will never work for anybody but myself. Yeah, it was about like Take mo- that back, millennials Michelle. and the gig economy. <laughs> and it was... Okay, to be fair, it was yeah. written and shot before I got hired. That is so funny. And it was like, what do you love working about yourself? I'm like, man, I love it. I would never not work for myself. It has to be something really, really special. And that actually got quoted. And then I'm like, I'm here at Manzuri Law. Yeah. <laughs> you can find her here at Manzuri Law. <laughs> 420 and 30. <laughs> yep. Yep. So now, what's so interesting great. to me is, uh, so you're saying you came in like now it's like as though you're working for a company right it's not yeah like you're, like you're working for yourself and all that but do you guys you guys in a small company you don't have that hierarchy of associate and partner or stuff or do you are you gonna get to that point I mean, I mean by name my official title i guess but it doesn't really feel like that in practice okay no, that's in the, practice the we're thing. very much a team like three of us like equals when you when you work at least we're very collaborative we're very like, very team oriented which is um a little al- uh, alternative or non-traditional when compared to other uh, law firm structures um but we we like it yeah how you know it's not easy putting together a team that gets along yeah not only and, do we get along but you flourish we together like each yeah. other or love each other we all our strengths and weaknesses really complement each other mm-hmm. well. we're all each yeah. other's yeah. so you're an awesome yay. team yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 You know, wow really there you go folks if you need law i mean and it's just not it's not just cannabis what else do you guys cover in your practice criminal, criminal defense those are our roots that's how we yes, got here. that's where we that's so where we, we came from we don't forget those really so you get a lot of do you uh so you get a lot of like i don't know tell me what kind of people do you guys defend well so Maytal, when she first started Manzuri Law, was 100% criminal defense, uh, focused a lot in the cannabis space. So um, individuals who were caught with cannabis in their possession or dispensaries that were raided or cultivation sites that were raided. And as the stigma of the industry began to change and the cannabis business became more mainstream, um, you know, Maytal took a look at what questions the prosecutors were asking for, what documentation they wanted to see, what steps led to what certain consequences within this industry, and really understood that and channeled it to the forefront to now um, incorporating cannabis businesses to be not only in compliance with California cannabis law, but to be armed with a defense should they be forced to present one. And so that's how 
our practice has sort of evolved over the years. And I love when Maytal tells her story of yeah. years ago, <laughs> there would be people that would walk into her office and say, I want to start a cannabis business. And her response would be, so there's the door. Please enjoy. <laughs> Don't let it hit you on the way out. Yeah. Right. And the stigma has completely changed with, you know, the and That's amazing, everything. right? I yeah. mean, it's like, it's sort of like it's out of the, the cat's out of the bag right. now, right? Like they say, mm-hmm. you can't put the toothpaste back in, in, the, in the tube. tube. Right? Oh, Maytel loves that one too. Like that one. Really? Yeah, that's her favorite one. Isn't that funny? Yeah. The toothpaste is out of the tube. <laughs> exactly. Can't you can't put it back in there. But yeah, so that's that's the point where we're not really going to go back, hopefully, unless we get like a really uh, fascist uh, government here, you know. I mean, I would like to see them try. Yeah, no, I, I know, just, I know. You know. But no, at this point, so let's be a little more realistic and say that you, do you think the trend is going to continue and more and more states are going to New Hampshire just decriminalized yep. Absolutely. Yep. two days ago or yesterday? Yeah. Just picking up pace. Mm-hmm. What state was that? New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And how many states right now do we have then? Five or six? But are, California. That are recreationally? Right. Uh, I think. Like Colorado, so, yeah, Washington, Colorado, Washington, Alaska, Oregon, Oregon California, Nevada. So right, and New, and New Hampshire now. So there you go. No, New Hampshire is no just, just medical. Decri- they just oh, de- just medical. Yeah, well, they decriminalize. They're not going to. Tr- they're not going to go after you if you're okay. So let me ask you this: When it is recreational, isn't it still just decriminalization and not legalization? Well, you know what I'm saying? Recreational semantics. Like, yeah, I feel like is rec- it really? Decriminalization <laughs> no, does yeah. not when you are different. living in a state that's decriminalized. That does not mean that they are a recreational state or even medical. Right. That just means that they're not going to prosecute you for those. Right, crimes. right. Because right. But just but but if you live in a rec state, then it is decriminalized. But just because it's decriminalized doesn't mean you live in a rec state. Right, right. It's but true the one way, is, not the other. Right, but I'm saying is decriminalized the same as legalized? And I think it's not no. because I remember in, in, when I was in Amsterdam and they say, look, it's not legal, but it's just not criminal anymore. It's just a matter of enforcement. Right, yeah. exactly. Is exactly. it going to be enforced or is it going to not be enforced? Do you have a right to it or do you not have a right to it? So right. uh, it's it's tomato, tomato at the end of the day. Really? Though. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. So... That, okay, so now the, the question is really, what's what's the world uh, going to look like, do you think? I mean, are we going to get to a point? That's a big question, the world. Where, no, no, <laughs> I mean the world. <laughs> we got okay. to look. So the cannabis industry, you LA, really have okay. to look. There you go. <laughs> you really? got like your three levels. I want to know what happens here. I don't care anywhere else. <laughs> like how much time Narrowing, do we have? Yes. <laughs> it really, you know, you really have to narrow it down. In California, each local city can have its own ordinance as to what they will and will not allow within the space. So the way that I really explain it to my clients or um, potential clients that sit down in my office is I say, California is like a gated community. And the gated community allows you to play basketball. But each house can have their own rules as to when you can play basketball or where or on their driveway or you know, the hours in which you can do it. And that's how California works. California is the gated community and each house is each city. And each city can have their own ordinance as to what you can and cannot do. And so in Los Angeles, we used to have Prop D, which allowed for 134... um, Kind of allowed. Kind of. 
um, pre-ICO dispensaries that were uh, enjoyed this limited immunity. And then Measure M passed, which is now providing for um, what we wanted as affirmative permitting, but they're calling it certificates of compliance in Los Angeles. Um, And so LA will allow these businesses to get an actual... um, uh, authorization from the city to mm. conduct these types of businesses, whether it's a dispensary or cultivation or manufacturing. Um, you know, there's all these different types of licenses that you'll be able to acquire. And then California, with um, the MCRSA and then Prop 64, created an entire licensing scheme um, that is now controlled by the Bureau of Cannabis Regulation. And um, they're going to begin rolling out licenses in uh, 2018. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. So, I mean, how many people are probably in the waiting list? Million, right? Oh, there's a lot of people that are very excited. What's going to happen there? I mean, the thing is, you got to get, is there still time to get in this? I mean, there is still time. And I mean, a lot of people who are. Who've been in and in the game? You, you a got long time, a, right? You've got a lot and of they catching got, up to do, right? I know, right? And, because the people and they who've got already the big been bucks there, still. they have the money and they have the right. following. They ha- and that's the other thing is like right. it's kind of going to be like, and they, you know, it's it's really who's been there from the beginning. Exactly, yeah, those guys who has the most so it's money. Too late. Now. Those guys got priority, like right. whatever the heck that means. We, I think it's a fast pass to Disneyland, basically. Yep. So all those guys, it's all the front of all the because they already have the packaging, they already have the test. They've already been, do, they've prepared for this moment for years. They just right. need it to be, cha- the law to be changed. If That's you look right. at the history of this industry, um, those who have lived through the risk and waited it mm-hmm. out, dodged all reaped, those bullets, have reaped the benefits. Yeah. You know, and so if you determine that, oh, it's legal now, I didn't have to risk any of that, I could just jump on this train, it's not Very difficult, happen. and there are a lot of barriers to entry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not going to happen. And one of them is a lot of money, right? A lot. Don't you need a lot, a lot, of, lot of, money. of money to start a dispensary? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Or anything but, or in the... Any in related? The I mean, I yeah. mean, it's kind of, you know, they tried with the passage of Prop 64 and some new legislation uh, that's been signed into law since then. They've tried to make the regulations more small business friendly because the way in the requirements that are required to get these licenses are are pretty cost prohibitive. <laughs> so if you're your normal little mom and pop who's, you know, grandma's making edibles out of her kitchen and selling up to your local dispensary, that can't happen anymore. Really? And so there are a lot of things that they're going to need to do. I mean, it's getting... Um, it, more rules, more more right, money. It's going to be more regulated. You know, right? yes. so unfortunately, right. you know, a lot of the smaller players are not going to have enough money to pay to play. Right. And so we're, it's going to be interesting to see how, you know, how much, you know, the big companies, There's the gonna corporate be a big companies, shake up, right? you yeah. know, kind of take over. And, you know, we'd, we'd be sad to see all the small businesses get get squeezed out. But unfortunately, you know, we we see this on it, you know, every day, every yeah. week. How you know we've got these very passionate growers or edible makers or or what have you who've been who've been you know doing their little side hustle for for years. But then they were telling them, look, you got to do this. You don't need to get standard operating procedures. You're going to need a security plan. You need premises diagrams. You need to get a re, you know a sensitive use restriction loca- 
compliant location. And that's just daunting to these zoning. Yeah. And they're these just people like are making brownies in their kitchen. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you got to yeah. get out and go to an industrial zone and get a commercial kitchen. kitchen. You got to go through public department away of public from health, fam- away from a school. And they're you know, just looking at lot. us like with deer and headlights. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. You know, <laughs> like ultimately, what this industry is really going to look like for those that can survive this new era uh-huh. um, is we're really going to become the craft beer industry. You know, eventually, 10, 20 years down the line, when they allow these big companies to come in, um, you know, these mom and pops are going to be the craft breweries of the cannabis right. space. That's true. You know, that's they're going to be see. the niche. Yeah. 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 That makes sense, you know, and God, there's so much more to talk about. You guys are go- definitely going to have to come back. I know, <laughs> it, I, know to. I know you guys are busy, but look, so you start your morning like this for an hour. You come in, you laugh, you know, we can talk about <laughs> anything here. And uh, yeah, so uh, uh, in the last few minutes, I just wanted to, you to tell people how they can utilize your services, how they can contact you, and uh, how you can, you know, Save people's asses from trouble. Well, there you go. Well, yeah. we, we, on top of advocacy um, and defense and business advice and counsel, we are very much in the educational space. Uh, and I think that that's very important in this industry simply because uh, the laws and ordinances change just as quickly as you change your underwear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, you can't, it's, yeah. it's almost impossible to keep up. It really is. And so we've dedicated a lot of our time and our energies to education. Um, we have a podcast on iTunes. It's called Legally Blunt. So you can find us there and tune in and listen uh, to the latest laws and ordinances. We are uh, going to start season two. Awesome. Um, Is and it the, the three of you doing the yes. thing? Yeah. Oh, sounds good. Um, Go and you can find us on Instagram. Our handle is at 420attorneys and on Twitter. Oh, our book. Our book. Or our book. We have, we've written a book. We actually brought you one. Oh, uh, awesome. We brought a gift. We know. brought gifts. We come with gifts. We come with gifts. <laughs> okay. Um, our book is called uh, Legal Weed, and it's on Amazon. Love you it. You can purchase it on Amazon. Okay, sounds good. I'm wondering if I've ever read it, because I read just about any pot book out there. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I don't no, know. Not about this one, right? No, okay, well, I'm looking not. forward to it, because it's yeah. a lot of I'll books. tell you why. Because you guys are local, you know. I'm sure what you write is stuff that. Oh wow, man! Well, what I, we try to do with I this like book? like a gift bag. Look at that. Look at of that. course. Yeah. What kind of Jews are we? We <laughs> don't come we with gifts. Oh, gift and you know what? This it's is extremely Shabbat. heavy. It yeah. means I'm getting some big, big deals. Oh yeah, no, here. this is a big book. This is this is you know my mother calls it the Bible. Well, we we try to take all the, the legal the, mumbo the, jumbo. The highball. The high the high <laughs> we brought you two uh, copies. You did. And you know what? Uh, this is awesome. I mean, look, it looks like a legal document. It's and so cool. like a legal book. But uh, wow, this covers everything, right? Yeah, legal weed. Covers everything. California Z. Cannabis Law and Regulation. And uh, th- yeah, I mean, this is exactly what this I need. This is everything you wow. need. Right. 
And so you guys cover it from different perspectives of the Federal, local, state law, and then it goes into business, business practices, trademarking, what to do when you uh, encounter law enforcement. I love it. Stuff like that. I'm going to carry this with me every day. If I ever get pulled over, this is just what I... Legal weed. We actually, we give this book to prosecutors to educate them as well. We gave it to a judge the other month. Yeah, That's he, awesome. they love he it. was very clearly yeah, uh, why not, not uh, fully educated about the very. In in his defense, they are very complex. It is. So if you don't you live tell and breathe, he didn't have an law? understanding of it. So we gave him the book, and he thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, wow. That's awesome. It is a cool book. I mean, look, it's fine paper color it's laid out very nicely i love it i'm gonna read it i mean i love books it's like 300 and pages yes. of like well we really wrote it we wrote it simply it's like legal weed for dummies we, yes. in, that, yeah. in that kind of and language. you probably don't have to read it in order a certain order or anything not even the whole thing you know mm-hmm. just jump into what's no. put, what's relevant to you Absolutely. you know mm-hmm. wow Absolutely. thank you so much you're for the so book. very welcome i mean this looks like a, a nice respectable book to me and get it on Amazon. You can also get it at MissouriLaw.com. Absolutely. Yeah. Right, Go visit our website. That. We have a blog okay. um, with really great, valuable information. We write about four articles a month. Um, and you can sign up for our newsletter, which we just sent out this morning. I got so it. You got it in your inbox. <laughs> Legally blunt. Uh, we also brought Rachel a tank top. I didn't, Sam. I didn't think you wanted <gasps> yes. to be in a muscle shirt. Oh my god! <laughs> but it says <laughs> I've wanted this shirt for so long. <laughs> the best legal trip you'll ever take. I love it. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Law. That's so that's for Rachel. Love very it. nice. No, I mean this is cool. I we don't come need bearing shirts. gifts. Yeah. My mother taught me you never come empty-handed. Right? That's true, I, right? I learned that's yeah. a Jewish thing. It, it is. is. Oh, you learned like, that's a Jewish thing. I've been in an office thing. all Jew- Jewish, <laughs> Jewish girls. <laughs> You're, you, you, Michelle's you've adopted you. I'm the, I'm the affirmative action hire. <laughs> 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 she is, she's our diversity <laughs> hire. <laughs> the to- I run yeah. the diversity program. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the token foreigner. Yeah, I'm a token know? Asian girl. <laughs> <laughs> and we love, love her it. for it. That's awesome. Well, ladies, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for Thank having you us. For having you're both, us. You're, you're, absolutely, you're both beautiful and amazing. Oh. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean you guys. You it's guys are like stop, everybody's you. dream. It's every man's it's dream. It's what true. about like marriages? Anything going on for you guys anytime soon? No, no rings. No rings. No. Okay. That's what I'm saying. There's, there's too a busy. lot of uh, no amazing women out there. There know? really are amazing. And, and I don't have time for that, right? <laughs> I know that's what I. We ain't got no time for that. We ain't got no time for that. Well, but don't get to that point. You don't want to one day say, "Oh, damn! I wish I had done it earlier." You know absolutely. Well. Maytala is married and has two beautiful, beautiful children. That's awesome. Well, give her our so, regards, okay, and our love. And will. next time, it'll be the three of you coming in, hopefully, yes. you yeah. know? So, Missouri Law, everybody, check them out. MissouriLaw.com. That's M A N Z U R I L A W.com. And uh, I hate when people spell. Why the fuck did I just do that? I, <laughs> <laughs> I just have say, no just idea. Say, uh, it's at 420 Attorneys on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, uh, yeah, but uh, at any rate, thank you all for listening. Thank you for joining us yet once again, ladies. Okay, all the best to you. Uh, Rachel, thank you. Shabbat shalom. Yes. Shabbat shalom. <laughs> we want to we thank in advance uh, Chris 
uh, Mysterion, who was here two yes, days ago. Yes, thank you. Uh, he's the mentalist we had here on the show with his girl Steffi, and we're going to go see them tonight mm-hmm. at the Magic Castle. Hells yeah. So we'll see you then. I'm going to find out from you exactly what time, Rachel. Yes. All right, everybody. Thank you all for listening. Today's Friday means we're going to see you on Monday. You're listening to Sam in the Morning with Rachel exclusively on L.A. Talk Radio.